It's beginning to look a lot like fall at Prairie Gardens. New fall home decor collections, handmade wreaths and arrangements, fall candles and scents, plus more all ready for your fall home and your fall garden. The first fall mums are blooming now and on sale. Find them in the peachy greenhouses with other fall garden favorites, ornamental peppers, asters, and more. Ready now at Prairie Gardens. Extraordinary gardening, home decor, and more. Good morning, and welcome to Plant Experts, Prairie Gardens Plant Experts Live. I'm Tamara McDaniel, here at the store at 3000 West Springfield in Champaign, at the corner of Springfield and Duncan. So come join us if you can, or join us over the phone lines at 217-356-9397, that's 356-WDWS, or you can text us at 351 5357. We have our plant experts standing by. Today they include Marianne Metz. Good morning, Tamara. Oh, can you hear it? Yeah, I can hear okay, it. Okay, all right. Good. Are you there? Can you hear me now? <laughs> can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? And we also have Desiree Road to this morning. Welcome back, Desiree. Thank you. It's I mean, you're always here, here in the store, but we don't always have you on the show. It's always fun when you can join us. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> we do have fun. We, we do, do have, have fun. fun. Girls just want to have fun. So we were just uh, mentioning that it's it was kind of sprinkling outside. Sprinkling. I think it's done, though. That's, so, yeah. that's a shame. And But, but Desiree, you, you said you drove in and out of some? I drove in? in and out of it. So, so fingers crossed. Not much. Not much? Oh, okay. <laughs> so never <laughs> mind. Yeah, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> it's cloudy out. Yeah, that's, that's I mean, uh, it's, all by itself. The weather, I mean, the temperature outside the it's lovely. Marvelous. It's lovely. It is. Yeah. Just a tad humid, but yeah. 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 If you stand still, it doesn't. it's not a problem. Considering they're already calling it fall now. Ooh. It's a meteorological fall. Ooh. Yeah. I'm not ready for it yet. What What makes it meteorologically fall? Uh, I, that's a great question. Okay. Um, which uh, Dave Leak might have an answer to and if he does he's welcome to pop on his microphone there but if not (laughs) (laughs) i think they just go by the calendar after september 1st because that's when they were all announcing it anyway there it is um, yeah and then of course to the rest of us we just wait for the fall it's not a solstice it's a is it equinox equinox thank you there you go. Coming soon. Which is like the 21st or 22nd, usually. Something like that-ish. Didn't know. Yep, there it is. So so we can we can still call it, well, and it hasn't, it isn't Labor Day yet. We can still call it summer. No, when, are that's we, very is true. Labor Day coming up soon? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Day after tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> yeah. This is Dave. Yes. I've had fights with meteorologists about that. Ooh. Oh, good. Okay, Dave, thanks for popping on. So, So clue us in on how that works. Well, I don't know how the meteorologists do it. They claim to have data, but it seems to me it's just a calendar issue. I mean, the astronomers can point to the actual equinox, you know. It's on the, I think it's the 22nd this year. At 8 o'clock, the sun will be right over the equator. But, uh, but yeah, I, I'm not sure the meteorologists do it, but I fight with them all the time. Ooh. That's neat. Wow. And at times like that, that's when I want to be standing at, like, Stonehenge or one of those places that are are built so that they shine the light at a certain time. Yeah, cool stuff. Yeah. Thank you, Dave. Dave. Yeah. It's good to know. Kind of nice to have a 
yeah, a scholar on board. <laughs> that is great. Well, I have to do till one comes along. What are you? Oh, are you what is your official? Are you an astronomer? Are you an astrophysicist? You're, uh, well, right now I'm staffing surgeon. the board. <laughs> but but no, you're a I, I, I was, I was so an astronomy long. teacher. Let's put it that way. Oh, okay. Cool. Right. And a scholar. You see, there you go. It works. Yes, it does work. You are our scholar, Dave. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, so uh, are you guys uh, planting things? Are you doing cleanup? Is it time for fall cleanup? Oh, Is fall it time cleanup to start for sure. Transitioning? Yes, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. I I spent um, oh p- pulling weeds. Oh. And, yeah. And walking around the garden last night, I'm thinking. A weed that was about uh, two feet tall. And I, how did I miss that? And well, I, how did you I miss that? <laughs> I guess it just kind of blended in with all the other plants in my yard. No, I, I think it grew two feet overnight. It could have. They do. They do I do swear. that. They love this weather weeds do. Don't oh they? yes, they do. The hotter and drier, the better. Yep. Yeah. Craziness. Yeah, that's what I've been doing. Cleaning up. Yep. So hopefully it'll be all ready to go next year. Yeah, right. only it's just September. It's just September. <laughs> the leaves will fall. There's another another cleanup time and yes. uh, on and on and on. Gardeners, we love it, though. That's what we do. But it, something that people need to start thinking about is what fa- what plants they're going to be bringing in. Oh, good point, Des. Absolutely. I actually got a couple of mine together and started sprinkling um, a systemic on them on the soil. Exactly. I was so, thinking that, that that's a good thing to start doing. Yep. Yeah, to get them ready. To bring okay, them in. two out of all the ones I'm going to bring in. That's I got to start though. <laughs> so, you got to start. Yeah. That's right. You got to start. <laughs> yep. You don't want to bring any critters in there, with them. There you go. That's exactly right. So if you can get a little bit of a head on that, don't you don't and not do it just the day you're going to take them inside because you're you're probably going to take bugs in. Mm. And we usually uh, recommend a three pronged attack. You know, hose them down with water. The plants try to uh, get as much of the population of of whatever critters you might have on it um, off with water, and um, then a contact insecticide. Um, seven, great, great one. I mean, there's plenty out, plenty of different ones out there, but that's one that everybody knows and has used for many, many years. So um, that's a great insect uh, eradicator, and then the systemic. And that's something that you, uh, usually a powder that you sprinkle on top of the soil and water it in. It goes up into the plant, protects. If you can get started on that now, you're you're minimizing the population for when you actually do bring them in. And that's, um, well, sometimes I forget. I don't bring them in until way too late. But, um, yeah, usually October is when we want to start bringing, thinking seriously about getting them indoors. Because that's when we start experiencing frost, frost, frost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. colder okay. nights, and yeah. butchers. Right, can be pretty harmful. Yes, absolutely. If you're wanting to, you know, have a nice plant to bring in the house. Yeah, you could bring in a dead one, but what's the point? Yeah, you what's know? the point? <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, you know what, Des? We got in our cool weather veggies. Oh, how yeah. exciting is that? Broccoli, uh, cabbage. Um, Lettuce. Cabbage is just gorgeous. It's well, there's ornamental cabbage out. Uh, we got in. I also. guess that's why that's, it's gorgeous. That's not the edible. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know it could be. be. I don't know. I, I think they're not bred for flavor. The ornamentals, so they probably taste okay, mm-hmm. but they're not the ones that have specific flavors and performance. The, the named varieties, right? So it's kind of fun. Okay, and I believe we still probably have uh, some few seeds left yes we do have i'm seeds. not sure which ones we have yes but, we do uh, have some cool weather seeds too so and they're on sale 
So, you know, it's a time to do it. If you And, and we have plenty of time to sow seed in some of those crops. She was reading the expression on my face, like, seeds? Yeah. <laughs> not, not, not all of it's them. I, but, you, but that's like reading the seed packets, like we always say in the spring. Oh. Um, so typically around here, our first frost is um, like the third week in October, the, between the 19th and 21st, typically. It's just like the, the last one in the spring. It's always ish. So, you know, read um, your seed packet and see how long it takes to uh, get your, your crop from seed planting to harvest. And sometimes it can, it can only take six weeks. It just depends on what it is. So you've got time for some things. Yeah. And if you don't think you do, then buy the plants that we have in stock right now. So oh my <laughs> so two ways to approach it. That's right. I, I gotta ask you, how do you how do you refrain from pulling an apple off of the tree and just having it for breakfast? I was so close this morning. I'm out there. They are just loaded with apples. Those all fruit, of the apple fruit trees, trees that are sixty percent off. <laughs> that are sixty percent off. Yes. So <laughs> very nice. <laughs> here's the quick answer: We don't resist. Really. <laughs> Uh, there are so many apples. There are there. so many and apples. We, you know, when, you, just when you buy the, buy the tree, we don't charge extra for the apples that are on them. That's that's kind of you because <laughs> you could because they look fabulous. They do. I oh man, I was so close to pulling it off and just having it for breakfast. You know, but uh, I, you know what? I resisted temptation. I may be going out to the could, apple trees after the show. Yes, <laughs> I might be joining you. <laughs> it's a great time to plant trees, though. Uh, yeah. Trees and shrubs, perennials even. So, but sixty percent off. I mean, how can you resist that? And they're beautiful. Oh my God, yes, they, they are, are lovely trees. Absolutely, yes, they lovely. are. So, and most, I think, I think only have apples left. But I think five or six or seven varieties. So there's there's plenty to choose from. Yeah. So yes, I was kind of like, hmm, green apples. That's or red. Oh, oh my gosh, these red ones just look so good. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. okay, good, because, you know, honestly, I would hate it if they just went to waste. I'm glad to hear somebody. Well, we have plenty of critters around here that, that like to grab them and oh. run off with them, so they don't go to waste, not very often. I could see that. <laughs> hey, we have a text at 3515357 uh, regarding plants that need to be mulched to survive winter. When should that be done? Anytime now or wait until we're closer to the first frost? I don't know. I think I'd wait just a little bit, just because the mulch would would maybe uh, blow away or uh, settle, settle away. I I usually do that kind of mulching in um, October, November. Yes, I think that's a good yeah. Because you, you don't want to be uh, piling it up around your rose bushes. Not yet. It's, it's just too early. it's just way too early for yeah. that. Way too early. Yep. Okay. Or or pruning rose bushes for that matter. Exactly. Because you can prune them and they'll start growing again. Because <laughs> they're thinking, oh my gosh, you know, I got to start. Yep. Here we go. Yep. Here we go. So yeah, no more pruning, and no more fertilizing. That uh, very good suggestions. Okay. Except soon you'll want to fertilize grass, right? So well, grass is different. Yeah, that's that's grass different. is grass. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Grass and grass. We're talking plants. We're talking plants. <laughs> you have real plants. Okay, no more fertilizer. Okay, it is. There, it's a green plant. Okay, I'm sorry. It is. It's green. It plant. is. It is green. Okay. So Steve always says that the fall. If you if you can only fertilize your lawn once, fall is the best time to do it. 
and are then are we waiting for a little bit cooler temperatures or just is now all right now's good you're we're right at it you know the the nights are cooling off nicely so it's not nearly as stressful as it has been for the last five or six weeks and we're getting some moisture (laughs) right some counts right some counts it does unlike me i i've been getting Good rainfall. Oh, yeah. So I got, I was so thrilled. I got three quarters of an inch of rain a couple of days ago. I was just thrilled. They come into work, and I'm talking to Des, because she lives a little bit south of here. And Des, did you get any rain? She said, yeah, I got two and a half inches. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was a nice rain. (laughs) Good for you. Oh, snot. (laughs) Well, I'm glad somebody's getting it. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's true. But it will, and and yes, body here and there otherwise. Yeah, but you know that you were asking about the grass. It is it's time and you can probably do it all the way into um, October. But you just don't want to in case it does get really wet, you don't want to be out there tromping around in your yard when it's really really wet and compressing the the soil and stuff. But yeah. What about aeration? Is that something? That's it's we're right there. Else it's time. You could do. And I you okay. know, I've had plenty of people come in and ask about that in fact just yesterday uh, I have all these spots in my yard that are dying and well, you know, it could have been that you weren't watering enough, but most people were pretty um, diligent about watering because it was so dry. But there's nothing you can do about the heat. And heat stress has pl- played a huge part in um things looking not good right now yeah so i think heat stress had a a huge impact but you know uh, you you can top dress with seed but you really do have to work it in and make sure there's good contact between the seed and the soil so if you have those patches rake them up get get rid of the debris make sure you've got the soil kind of loose you know with a rake usually you can do it with a rake unless it's got concrete under it but you know Hmm. um and and then put your your seed in and then compress it just a little bit so there's there's real good contact and water 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 if we don't have rain okay but we're getting on that time too um when it cools down like this that's that starting seed grass is perfect okay yeah and that's when you want to hang out outside more anyway because it's so beautiful it's so beautiful yeah absolutely gorgeous another text here if I bought an apple tree today and planted it in the ground, will it winter over and live? Absolutely. Absolutely. This, this is a great time to be planting trees. Yes, it is. Yeah. Great time. It, it's just like any other time of the year. You, you, you dig your hole, prepare your soil. If you need to amend it, do your amendments, you know, the compost or, or whatever it is that you need. Usually compost is, is just like magic stuff. You, the, that you want to put into the uh, planting site. Um, make sure that your the roots of the tree aren't um, circling in the pot. So straighten them out or, or, or prune them so that they're uh, uh, expanding out. Okay. Uh, place it in your in your uh, planting site. Backfill with your mixture of compost and topsoil, and mulch and water. A good layer of mulch on a newly planted tree is fabulous. And um, and and the hole. I'm trying to think what you say for the hole. Twice as large as you need it to be. No, you don't particularly need it to be that much. Uh, a few inches. Yeah, the yeah. same depth. Put your mouth. There the you same depth ah. is very important. <laughs> there she is. Very important. <laughs> yeah, because you don't want to over dig, and then a hole. I always have said twice as wide. Yeah, sometimes. 
if you need to really uh, pull the roots out, you can go twice as wide, but you don't have to. It doesn't really need to be that big, but it definitely needs to be at the same level. You don't want to plant trees too deep. You don't want it to sink. So if you're going to miss, okay. miss on the high side. Exactly. Because it's going to settle anyway. Oh. Over time. Okay. So. But a great time to do it. Great time to plant Absolutely. an apple tree, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great Yay. time. And, and shrubs also. And perennials. Both of which are on sale here at Prairie Gardens. How convenient. I know. How much all, all of our All of our flowering shrubs are 25% off. And we, we still have an excellent selection of shrubs. Like what? Like what? She yeah. asks. Well. Put some thoughts into my mind. <laughs> <laughs> There's plenty of Physocarpus or, or um, Nine Bark. There's Itea. Uh, oh. uh, Henry's Garnet Sweetspire. Right. Sweet Spire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's some clethra. I love clethra. Um, barberries. We've got, still have some hydrangeas. I, uh, what just, kind of hydrangeas? Well, I don't know. Paniculata. <laughs> come, out, come out here and Yeah, and just go look out. and see. Yeah, okay. Look and see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think there's some paniculatas. There's, uh, there were a, a few oak leaf. I know there's some um, um, arborescence, the, um, like Annabelle's. Oh. Um, and I think there were still a few of the uh, macrophyllas. So we've, we still have some of almost all the, the species that we carry. Wow, that's great. Yeah, it is great. It's a great time to plant them, too. And just following what we just said about uh, tree planting, you want to do the same thing for shrubs. Okay, so don't and, plant and them too deep. Right, exactly. and, and perennials the same way. And the perennials are 40% off. Yeah. 40 that's nice. Great time to stock up. Yeah. Great time. And to plant. Yeah. All right, good. This is Prairie Gardens Plant Experts Live. Give us a call and join in at 217-356-9397. Or you can shoot us a text at 351-5357. Now you're talking about some of the plants that you're going to transition in. Like, what types of plants do you have, Desiree, that, that you're going to be transitioning in to the home for winter? I won't be. You don't have any. <laughs> I don't have, yeah, I, I, I just enjoy them, and then um, let them go. Let them go. Ooh. Yeah. You know, sometimes you just got to do that. You buy the mm-hmm. house plants; they're tropicals, and uh, you know, it's not like a huge investment. I mean, some of them can be expensive, but you know, enjoy them for all those months and buy new ones next year. Yeah. Sometimes it's like that. I was thinking of. Um, uh, I, I still want to someday try to uh, keep a poinsettia going throughout the summer into the Why? fall. Because I know, well, because <laughs> people do try it, right? Oh, sure. They have fun doing it. And We've had a couple of customers tell us how they've actually gotten uh, color on them. Yeah, which I'll is tell you, it's <clears throat> tricky. It is tricky. And I tell you, it's, uh, I did it one year, and, and, and my color came a little bit later. And oh, but you got color. But I did finally get color. Awesome. But, it, but it was in January when I when when my color started hey. coming. But you know, you you have to they have to have darkness, and in your home you always have lights on in the house, so you're gonna have to put it into a room or a closet to where it's gonna get that darkness. And it you need to be starting about right now. Yep, that's exactly to be right. doing that. Wow, really? So it needs yep. to have at least, um, well, really, ten hours would be better, wouldn't it? Yep, ten hours of uh, of darkness. Uh, you know, production companies uh, each day. 
Yeah. Okay. Production companies will actually have curtains and and some kind of shade where they, they close off their greenhouses. Blackout curtains. Right? Yeah, blackout, exactly. Yep. So it's it's really an interesting process. And then how long was it? Like six weeks that it has that the poinsettias need that process. It's maybe a little longer. Than I that. say it's a little longer than really? that. Really? Because yeah. if you need to be starting the process now. Now, uh huh. For mm-hmm. it to be ready for, for Christmas. Red for Christmas. Christmas. By like Thanksgiving time. So you're oh, talking ten yes. or twelve weeks. Or, yes. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that is that is a long time. Yeah, it is a long time. So it's it's a commitment. Yeah, because it, it's it's like feeding yourself. It's it's an everyday thing. Got to do it every day. And a lot of people think they can just put it in the closet and just leave it there. Well, no, but it still has to still have to have yep. the sunlight in the daytime. Yep. Oh, so you've okay. got to bring it out. Because yeah, or that's if what you I was have a room that you can, if you have a room that you can just you know darken it and then go in there and then open the curtains up. But uh, no, it's it's a. In and out thing. It's a process. It is a process. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, then, yeah, that does sound a lot easier just to let it go and come in and buy a fresh Get one. Yeah. 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 yeah, it does. <laughs> it is so hard, though, when you have this beautiful, yeah. still, you know, healthy living plant and, and Christmas is all over with, New Year's is all over with, Valentine's Day is all over with. <laughs> <laughs> And still, and it's still I just, there. I ha- it's so hard to kill a plant or get rid of a good plant. You know, though, if you keep it that long, if you're able to sustain it into the uh, growing season, into mid-May, around here anyway, um, putting it outside and planting it in the ground and letting it just do its thing, it's it's a tropical. And it looks, I mean, it has this exotic look to it. So it's another plant that you could use to uh, give you that that kind of a look a tropical yeah. look in the summertime yeah you you may not uh, in the ground That's you're neat. not going to get the color but you, you'll have a green plant like i always say green's a color but um kind of fun with all the bracts still well the bracts color up later in the season right but but, but it'll but look just like a green poinsettia yeah well okay mm-hmm. they're kind of fun and, and they're a shrub so it's uh Look at tall and so if you want to transition in and out each winter, (laughs) it would be a a real struggle, (laughs) challenge. (laughs) It would be a challenge. All right, but I know there's people who who enjoy doing it. Absolutely. Oh, too funny. Well, let's get back to plants that you do want that you do want to transition. Like, what do you have any, Marianne? Oh, absolutely. Transition. I have a couple of dracaenas that I I really really like a a gold leafed one uh, with a wider wider leaf not the small strappy leaf uh, they get so colorful outdoors and just you don't want to put them in direct sun by any means most most tropicals don't want that anyway but a brighter light that's a little bit protected so filtered light under a tree or something they color up so nicely and um uh, oh golly what was the other one that i i was just thinking about what what's steve's favorite house plant not a spathophyllum because that's uh, a that's a peace lily, but oh, I've forgotten. But anyway, I have um, one of those that's a little bit different a species. Pothos or oh no. shoot, no, <laughs> it's nope, not going to come to me it. now. Gosh. Anyway, there's there's just several house plants that are they're just really interesting, and and if you have the room for them, I was just talking to somebody about my uh, potting shed the other day which is has heat for the winter, but I keep a, a minimum heat, mm-hmm. so that's where my palm trees go. 
Nice. My palm trees and my bananas. <laughs> we got a text in that says, I start covering poinsettias September 25th. Early varieties will color by Thanksgiving. There you go. Yeah. That's so cool. Yep. Yeah, it is. That's it is. Somebody awesome. knows. That's fabulous. I, I See? knew some people would want to. You have to have the time and the space to do it. So, And if you do, great. It's such fun. September 25th. Okay. Hey, whoever texted that in, thank you. That's good to know. No kidding. That's great. It is great. All right. We have another text. I have ruts in my grass where there had been tree roots that have now rotted. The grass in that area died this summer. How do I restore that area? I have that problem, too. And the ground is so soft. Yeah. I don't know if it's just going to keep sinking. Yeah, it is. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's interesting. I live in an older neighborhood, and you can see exactly where that's happened, where um, trees have been taken down, and, and they've they put lawn in instead, and there are depressions in the ground, and and you can see almost the 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 uh, root pattern. Yes, in the in the lawn, I have one one of those big ones in my front yard where my oak tree was. Oh, yeah, I bet you <laughs> so do. So, it, yeah, it's um, extra water during the season uh, would help would have helped a little bit. Um, but first of all, you're talking about yours that's uh, sinking a little bit. Uh, having the uh, trunk ground down deep enough and bringing in more soil and compressing it would help with that sinking and spongy uh, thing going on in your yard right now but uh, it's it's something you'll probably have to address later but that yeah, I was about to say it's just something you're gonna have to be filling in with time yeah digging up your your turf and filling in with soil and (laughs) then reseeding so that's what you'd tell this person it, with if the it, ruts in it, their grass if it's sinking like that yeah you really do need to do that to just keep putting topsoil in and it, it's it's going to take years to get through that process because there's a lot of root down there and it, it's deteriorating and it takes years to have that happen hmm. i have i can remember uh, a few years back someone had had that happen and they they were um questioning why there were mushrooms in their yard <laughs> But look, I said, well, pay attention to it. It probably looks just like the roots of a tree going through your lawn. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I've had that happen also. So, you know, it just, it's it's the location. It was, uh, in my case, it was a little bit more shady. So um, it didn't dry out like like the front yard did where there's no trees protecting the lawn. But, uh, yeah, so mushrooms in the backyard and dead grass in the front yard. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so it's always something, you know. You just you know, deal with it. <laughs> right. Hey, somebody else is texting it about their poinsettias. Awesome. Grandma had a box that fit over her poinsettia. Oh. And she would use that and take it off during the day. Yeah. How cool is that? That is pretty cool. That's a smart idea. That's that a is, great that idea. That is a great idea. You know, the thing you'd have to do, though, is prune it back so that, um, because it's going to continue to grow, so that it has room as it's growing. So the, Maybe we just have a really big box. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it would be okay to prune it back a little bit. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Okay, good. Yeah. That's a great idea. That is a great idea. Especially if, if you've got the room. I think that's wonderful. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. How fun is that? And then, of course, those uh, probably those new shoots and everything, because I know one year I, I did that, and I had all these little bitty poinsettias, which is really, oh, really fun. Oh, fun. Instead of you know the great big you know bracts, I just had the smaller bracts because I because it was How a cute. like a one that had three 
three stems on it. Three when stems you got on it, it when uh-huh. I got it, and then through the growing season, it had, of course, branched out and. But yeah, I had all these little small poinsettias, which was really, it was pretty. But you know, like I said, mine didn't come on until January. That's okay. What a special thing to have in January, though. Well, yes, for for Valentine's Day. All that other stuff is done, you know, all the goo-goth stuff you have for Christmas. And Mm -hmm. January's kind of a, oh, it's snowing again. (laughs) And And then you've got this beautiful poinsettia. That's awesome that you made color up yourself. But see, that's just like a shrub. That's what they do. Their stems keep shooting out, side lateral growth. Okay. You're listening to Prairie Gardens Plant Experts Live. You can phone in at 217-356-9397 or text 217-351-5357. So a text says, along with the apple tree question, we have a lemon tree that does not produce lemons, but the leaves smell amazing. Uh, Since my son planted it, from seed in 2007, it is a huge, huge pot, hard to move. They put it in the garage every winter. If they were to plant it in the ground, which uh, they would rather do, of course, than have to move it back and forth now that it's so large, uh, will Lemmy winter over and be good in the spring? Not in Illinois. Not in Illinois. You could, yeah. t- you could take it to Florida and maybe get away with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's just, and it doesn't matter how much mulch you put on that ground. No. It's not going to do it because because no. we always have such a deep, deep freeze. And yeah. It's, it's, they just they don't survive. Yeah. They just don't. And the thing about citrus, uh, the one of, maybe one of the reasons that they're not getting any fruit is, uh, and, it, and it doesn't say anything about flowering, does it? With it flower. But it, it's a continual process. So um, the tree can be producing fruit and flowering at the same time. So um, it's a cycle that just needs to keep going. If the garage isn't warm enough and enough light, that, that could interrupt the, the cycles. So if it were in a, if you have a solarium or something, you know. Okay. So, you know, while we're at it, let's just build a new room, right? A little (laughs) heated greenhouse. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So it gets plenty of light and and stays warm because, no, they're not going to live here for sure. I'm trying to think. They've kept this lemon tree going since 2007. That's how many years? 15? 15 15 15 years. 15 years. I mean, that's got to be so large. Yeah, it is. And you know what? A lot of citrus... um, uh, produce lemons produce uh, uh, thorns, so it becomes really it becomes really difficult. <laughs> that I did not. Know. I did not know that either. Yeah, lemons. <sighs> wow. Yeah, so, I have a friend who who kept one for twenty five years, I believe he said, and he he'd hack it back, you know, take it in and out, and it was in a big pot. It was heavy, hard to move, and and he said, and and really treacherous, <laughs> trying to get around it and without getting uh, poked. Oh, a bet. Wow. Huh. Uh, let's see here. Oh, uh, we have a call. Carol's calling in from Villa Grove. Good morning, Carol. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. I have two questions. The first is about asparagus. Uh, my asparagus crop this year had a lot of just spindly stalks about the size of a pencil lead. Is mm. there anything I can do to avoid that next year? Is your asparagus in full sun? Uh, not all day long. It gets a lot of morning sun and, and noon into early afternoon. 
uh, that that might be adequate, but um, asparagus truly does like to be in full sun. I I would even consider maybe pulling away some of the soil from around the crowns. Not not in the winter time. Keep keep it uh, piled up, but it it may be that um, it's just getting too deep. Do you do you uh, pull uh, soil up around it every year? No, I don't usually. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Well, maybe it isn't too deep. I I um think that maybe something like uh, compost top dressing with compost then if if you if you don't usually uh, pile stuff on it but I would try the compost and see if you can't get a little bit of energy going in it okay fine I'll try that and my second question is daffodils uh, I had to dig some up probably about a month ago can I just replant those this fall Absolutely. Oh, yes, absolutely. absolutely. You want to if you want yeah. to keep them. Yes. Yeah. And and not yet. The soil temps are a little bit too warm yet. I I'd probably wait till um the very end of September into October. Right. That's when the soil temperatures usually go down into the 50s. So we want that to happen. So okay, but I, absolutely. Oh yes. Fine. Thank you very much. Yeah, thanks You're Carol. Welcome. Yeah, thanks for calling in, Carol. And it is that time of year. Starting to think about bulbs. Yes. When okay, not, not this week, in. but next week. You're supposed to get the bulbs in? Yeah. Yes. Yay. Yay yes. is right. We did get in some um, Lycoris, the um, Painted Lady. Yes. We got those in uh, because they come from a different location from this company. Okay. So we have those. So if everybody that wants those uh, painted ladies or naked ladies naked or, ladies or resurrection, surprise lilies, resurrection lilies, surprise lilies, surprise lilies, right. yeah, there's lots of different common names different for them. N- but yeah, yeah, lots of different names for them. <laughs> but we got the Lycoris. <laughs> okay. Beautiful. So, yeah. And, and another uh, maybe 10 days for the um, all the other bulbs. Okay. Tulips, daffodils. Good to know. You know, deer don't like daffodils. No. They don't. Squirrels don't like daffodils. Nope, they don't. Really? Yeah. So if you're if you're the one of those frustrated gardeners who always has uh, tulips dug out of the ground by by uh, squirrels or chomped off by rabbits and deer, uh, go for the daffs. Yeah, go for the daffodils. And there's a lot of different colors in daffs. Oh yeah, they're beautiful. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Like there's, what? Well, you're not going to get red, I mean, but yellow. <clears throat> right. Yellows, whites, and whites. Golds, golds, uh, pinks. Yes. Apricot. Mm. Ooh. Yeah, there's and, and combinations of those colors too. The trumpet could be one color and, and the petals could be another. So yeah. it's really fun. And the, the little dwarf ones, oh there's just some really cute ones. And ones that are real spiky looking, the petals are real spiky looking and doubles. So huh. there's a lot going on in the daffodil world. Yeah. Huh. Who would have known? Well, you know. <laughs> Fortunately. <laughs> We have another text. It says, good morning, ladies. Appreciate your show. Will the full-bloomed mums that you buy this time uh, this time this year come back if planted outside and cut back when blooms are dry? And are they hardy perennials? That's from Tom at Decatur. Hey, good morning, Tom. Well, Tom, thank you. Good morning to you, too. Yeah. If I had a... A nickel for every time I got that question. Uh-huh. Honestly, every day. I have a personal story. Every day. Oh, personal story. You want to share your personal story? Well, I went ahead and I bought gorgeous mums and I planted them in the ground. And and then um, getting ready for winter, I had this five-gallon bucket, or a couple of them actually, that just still had potting soil. I'll reuse it. Um, and uh, 
and I, I just needed the five-gallon buckets. So I dumped them all the potting soil on top of these mums, and they came back the next year gorgeous. And you... And Steve and John were all like, well, you must have really mulched them in with that soil then. Because yeah. <laughs> but that's the whole issue. That's exactly, exactly. what we're going to say. So all of the mums that we sell this time of year, which we have a gob of them right now. Boy, it's so pretty out there, isn't yes. it? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Really looking nice. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I did bring in a really nice, um, what would you call that? Cinnamon? Kind yes. of a light cinnamon mm-hmm. mum. Just beautiful coloration. Just evokes fall. Well, okay, we sell them as annuals, all of them. And any, anywhere you go, it, it'll be an annual that they're, they're selling right now. Um, but I've had so many people like yourself that have gotten them through the winter, and I hear those stories all the time. Don't cut the plant back in the fall. No. Yeah, I didn't do that. I just left them alone. And pile all sorts of stuff on top of it, whether it's soil or mulch or compost or something, um, completely over the plant. Oh, and then in the spring, pull it away, and yeah. more than likely, your plant will be alive. Yeah. So I've never tried it. Have you ever tried that, Des? That's great. No, I haven't. Yeah, I I accidentally did it one year. It it, it like I didn't want perennials there. I wanted you know I had this big row of 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 annual mums, so there'd be something else there in the spring. So I didn't want them to live, and I'll be darned if every one of them didn't live for the winter. <laughs> So then did I mean, it was you a leave nice them? surprise, but I don't remember. <laughs> Plant around them. Oh yeah, really. Throw funny. a few annuals in around them. <laughs> it was such a surprise to see those leaves coming, the, the green leaves coming out of the mulch. But apparently I put enough mulch on top of them uh, for, the, for the winter. Right. You know, somebody asked earlier uh, when to start mulching. Well, it was obviously after the mums were done flowering. So it was probably in October or November. So apparently it was the right time for mulch, but it worked. And I didn't mean to do that, but there it was. There it was. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I, that's, that's cool that you got that to happen for yourself. I, it was completely unintentional. Yeah. You know, I just I left them because you guys are always talking about leaving the plants for winter interest. Just yes. to kind of, um, yeah, give you some texture. diversity. Yeah. Texture, yes. In your yard, even under the snow and whatnot. And, yeah. And yet they were very good for that. And that's great. But then, yeah, sure enough, they, oh, boy, did they grow, too. That's awesome. They were and huge. Are they still doing well? Oh, no, they did not make it through the next winter Because you didn't do that to them, did you? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't You're have right. that extra potting soil. I did not. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> well, it, it truly does take a lot to, to go over some of them. I mean, they can they can conceivably get a foot and a half tall in a season. The mums? Yeah. Oh, so yeah. That. That's, that's and a almost lot of, that wide. That's a lot of mulch. That's a lot of mulch. So, you know, but and, and I've always been told, and I relate this to people who ask, mulch up over the entire plant. So that's a bunch. Huh. But, yeah, I mean, it can be done, obviously. Yeah. So. And then you can use that mulch someplace else. Absolutely. In the I, spring. I, I When I mulch in trees, I, I always put something under it, um, plastic or something, so it doesn't start deteriorating into the ground so I can reuse it um, when I pull it. Oh, tr- because it's just going to be a blanket. Right. Oh, okay. So I, I just, I when, in the spring, when I pull the trees out of it, then I take the mulch wherever I need it. It, it works well. So far, anyway. Knock wood. <laughs> That's good advice. I'll use that. Somebody's texting in and asking, are we too far in for dogwood? To plant them, I'm assuming? No. I'll assume that. Okay. I don't think there's any tree I wouldn't plant right now. No. I think you, you plant any any deciduous 
This, and this, dogwoods are, are really nice to have for their fall color, right? Or is it the spring uh, color? Yeah. Or both? They, no. They have beautiful fall color. They uh, Most of them do. I, there's one sitting on our, our shrub lot right now. It's, um, oh gosh, I just forgotten the species. It's not the Cornus florida or Cusa. It's, it's yet another one. But the leaves are just burgundy. Just beautiful. Wow. And I'm thinking, maybe I should get that. <laughs> <laughs> but then I don't have any place to put it, except that I, I was explaining to someone a couple of days ago in my yard that... Um, I've gone to growing some of my favorite trees in pots because I have verticillium uh, problems in my yard, which kills trees. What is verticillium? Uh, verticillium is a, a, a soil-borne fungus that likes particular trees and happens to be all the ones I like, so I guess I've got good taste, <laughs> um, like red buds and um, oh. Japanese maples and oh. magnolias and on and on and on. So at, at any rate, I've gone to growing them in containers. I mean, big containers, not, you know, it's not a five gallon pot by any means. So, you know, 15 gallons, 20 gallons, that's a lot of soil to move around. But if I, if I minimize the moving, it's, it's okay. But that way I'm not subjecting it to the verticillium. So um, it works, but I've got a number of them in it and you can do it. I mean, and then what do you do? Then mulch around those pots yeah, in those the wintertime and, the then, ones, and pull that away? I take those to the east side of the house where they're not going to get the south sun. Um, they'll have moisture, and they'll not be in the uh, west-northwest winds that are prevalent in the wintertime. So they're not going to get burned, top burned. Uh, but then I mulch up, which is, again, a lot of mulch over some of the pots that are that tall, uh, foot or two feet tall. Uh, mulch, mulch up over them protects the, the root systems just a little bit more. So. Exactly, because you definitely have that's, to have that. That's the big impact, that yeah, yes, around here. Uh, you can it's it's easy enough to get uh, plants out of the wind, or even if you're wrapping burlap around them for the winter. Oh, but protecting the root zone is really important. As I, I, I I've had people all the time ask about potting trees. I, I love that look for the winter. You know that evergreen, and it's all about the pot size. Having a pot big enough. To protect the root systems, so okay, there you have it. And then, when you have something that large, a container that large, do you keep it on a dolly, or do you own uh, a, tr- a trolley? A trolley is yeah. that what they call it? Yeah, that's a, or that's a dolly. What I, that's what I have. Yeah, yeah. so that you can uh, a hand truck. They sometimes call yeah, it hand, hand truck. truck. Yeah, there's yeah, it's like plants. There's all sorts of common names. At any rate, um, that's the easiest way for me to get them around. There's there's I don't have enough hard surface to use uh, oh. the things with wheels, with on, wheels. The bus, wheels yeah. on them. Yeah. Okay. But when I get them to, if I if I do take them into my Zone Seven garage, and there's a few things like like the um, Lagerstromia, the um, crepe myrtle. You I, have a crepe myrtle. Yes. Oh, in fact, <laughs> yeah. I'll show you a picture. How many? You'd be really, if really you jealous. If you had a nickel for every time somebody wanted to grow a crepe myrtle in, in <laughs> here in Zone Five. Same thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, look at that my flower. My husband would love it. Oh, my, oh my goodness. Gosh, Marianne, so it's a, it's a brilliant fire engine red flower. And the, the foliage on it is um, a, a really beautiful burgundy. It is. So oh, my goodness. It's a beautiful burgundy. Pretty tree. That is gorgeous. All right. Well, there's some music. Zone, zone 7 Garage. Zone 7 Garage. That's how you do it. <laughs> that's how you grow a great myrtle in Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> well, Desiree oh, Rowe. Wow. 
thanks for joining us this morning. Yeah, that was fun. I can't yeah. believe we're done. It's always fun. We I didn't know. even get to talk about show and tell. Oh my gosh, yes. This is you fun. gotta you gotta come out and look at our plants that we got. Pumpkins, for Paul. gourds, pie pumpkins. We got all that in last Live night. Live pumpkins, yeah. yes. Real pumpkins, pie pumpkins, ornamental come gourds, blah 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 blah. We've got them. Okay. So they're here. <laughs> All right. You've been listening to Prairie Gardens Plant Experts Live with our experts, Marianne Metz and Desiree Road. I'm Tamara McDaniel. Our producer is Dave Leak. We have Saturday Sports Talk up next here on News Talk 1400, WDWS Champaign-Urbana. And we'll have a podcast of this show available later, later today at WDWS.com. Have a wonderful Labor Day weekend. It's beginning to look a lot like fall in the Prairie Gardens greenhouses. The first mums are blooming now. They're loaded with beautiful fall color and now on sale. Find them in the PG greenhouses along with more fall garden favorites. Ornamental peppers, asters, rudbeckia, and more. With PG plant experts always on hand to answer your garden questions. At Prairie Gardens, locally owned plant experts, extraordinary gardening, home decor, and more.